Step aside. If you get to meet your idol, you only live one life, so we're going to do it. So one of the yeah, reasons, Pego, you would agree why we got into this is this gentleman coming on today, the one and only Phil Hendry, needs no introduction, been doing this at the top of his game for years and still a young Sprite. So we're just glad to have him on. Phil, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm good, brother. Thanks for uh, letting me in here. Yeah, man. So what we do is, again, we reached out to you because we do a lot, a lot of sports and a lot of musicians. But again, if we get a chance to, to track down one of our heroes, we can't miss out yeah, training. Yeah, so definitely. thanks again, Phil. So Dane and I will ask you some questions. Go ahead, Phil. Sure, for sure. No, I'm happy to do it. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's not too early here in California. It's only 1030, which ordinarily I'm, I'm not awake, but that's all right. I'm usually <laughs> I'm usually I'm usually unconscious about now. Man, I work <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me too. At least you have an excuse, Phil. <laughs> so, <laughs> For sure, yeah. But brother, we'll ask you some questions. We'll go back and forth again. Um, this is a new little format we do. We'll go back and forth. Dana and I'll take on myself. And then at the end, I got some rapid fire ones. Just personality questions to kind of break it down. And mm -hmm. then we'll have some open mic stuff to have you kind of preach those up and comers that kind of want to be you when they grow up, okay? <laughs> so, so, so first, I don't, first question. I don't, know what, I don't know what you just said, but okay. <laughs> so we want to be you when you grow up phil so that okay, at the cool. end it'll be some of those it's questions fine. it's fine you, you already know probably right. exactly what's going on so the first question phil when you look at um you know getting into radio and all the things that you've accomplished walk us through what really made you decide to go into radio broadcasting back in the day what was that push that made you decide to do that i i just uh, fell in love with the radio from the time i was probably like five years old man I, we were driving back to canada to visit my my grandparents my parents are originally from toronto uh my father and mother moved to california in the late 40s to the uh, second world war and uh, uh when i was five all of a sudden my dad says let's drive back to canada to visit grandma and grandpa and I'm like, cool so uh that's a, that's a drive, that's <laughs> a drive, a drive. And, and, and dig this my old man did this with four kids in a wow. mercury in a mercury sedan it was a two-tone oh red and black mercury sedan i don't know he told me years later he said to me years later thank god for your mother i said why he said she kept you guys entertained she kept four kids entertained she kept you guys <laughs> with food i said i don't know how she did it man <laughs> but anyway i was small enough to be standing up, I don't know if you guys remember being so small, you could stand up in the back seat oh, yeah. and kind of lean over the front seat where your dad and mom were driving. That's what was going on with me. And I, I fell in love with the radio on that trip. I could hear radio stations fading in and out. I could hear these voices fading in and out. They, suddenly they were in Boise, Idaho, in Chicago. Then here comes another voice in Des Moines. And I'm, I'm going, this is bitching. You know, I mean, this is like, <laughs> yeah. these, these guys are, these cats are like sitting there entertaining me all by themselves creating kind yeah. of a movie just by telling me what the weather is and how things are in their town. I was mm -hmm. absolutely fascinated with that. I, I couldn't get enough of it. And I got home and back to California and my, my brother was a little bit older than me. He had the top 40 Los Angeles in those days it was KFWB. And I was all of a sudden just playing disc jockey. Like a lot of guys are playing whatever they're playing um, with themselves most of them, but, uh, <laughs> I was doing that. I was, that was my fantasy world, man. Being disc jockey and, and radio guy. Yeah. Well, that was back when being a disc jockey was really cool. You yeah. Know, you yeah. Were, yeah. It was. That, yeah. You had big personalities and, and you really influenced the, your, the, your listeners, you know, this is true. You, man. You were, this, yeah. yeah. This is very true, man, because you brought your own music in. Um, yeah. Yeah. You brought in your stack of records and uh, you didn't have to go through a program director, music director. And, when I got into the business, 
by the early seventies, yeah, you were going into a playlist and everybody was telling you what to play and that kind of thing. But yeah, they, they were definitely big name dudes. And, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. and what, whenever you started doing the kind of show that you do now, mm-hmm. what made that come about for you, you know, doing the characters and doing the phone calls and stuff like that? Um, you know, uh, it, it all goes back to, uh, um, there's an old saying, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. Uh, the, uh, it wasn't my mother. I'm just kidding about that, but it was my, child, my, it was my childhood. <laughs> it was, I was, a, I was, a, I was a kid with a heavy imagination and I was already going in and out of character. I would listen to people. I was a mimic so I could hear mm-hmm. the guy and I would mimic people and I would do these voices. And, uh, um, when I got into radio, my instincts were so out there, I did not dare really, um, show them I, I wanted to be employed and i think if i went into voices and started doing the weird shit i wanted to do i was probably gonna get fired left and right so i stayed pretty conservative i was a disc jockey i, I became an album rock jock i worked at worked in miami and los angeles new orleans as a i was just a you know rock and roll disc jockey and yeah, just keep your head but, down and doing doing your job you, you know, got it man that's a good that's a good way life. i kept my yeah. kept my head down and all the while very frustrated and mm-hmm. wondering, well, what is what is my life really about, man? I, I went I, I went back to school. I took photography. I took acting, which was not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but I I said to myself, I know I got more talent for radio than just this stuff. Yeah. What, you know, Phil, you might as well take the handcuffs off. You know yeah. what, where your instincts are. So I was in my late 30s. I was mm-hmm. 37, 38 when I finally just said, F it. I'm going to make an audition tape of what I really am about, which is basically... Uh, doing these small sketches of characters and, and absurd situations. And I sent that around. And um, mm-hmm. one of the best rejection letters I got was from Diane Rem in Philadelphia, WCAU. She said, she said, I can't use this. It's too funny. <laughs> it's too funny. <laughs> it's too funny. Thanks. I said, I said, Thank you. I'll, I'll take that. That's all right. I finally, uh, that's what I did though, man, to, to answer your question. I just laid it all out on the tape, man. I just yep. laid it all out there. I hey, had why 17, not, right? why not? Yeah, I, I had 17 years of, of professional experience, so I knew how to, I knew timing and I knew how yep. to do breaks. Obviously, I knew how to be presentational, but yeah, I just went ahead and, and spilled it right out there on the tape, you know. Yeah. And, and all the characters, what was the one that kind of that you enjoy doing above all the others or are there or pretty much all of them equal to you that you do? I dig, I dig, I dig doing all of them. I mean, <clears throat> for sure. And, and now, now I, I don't mean any disrespect to my mother because I love my mother, but um, I did base Bobby a little bit on my mom. Uh, <laughs> my, my mother, my mother would stand there and look at me and say, are you going to wear that jacket with those shoes? Are you going to wear that hat? And, I, and I, could, I could definitely be, I could be telling her that I just won the Pulitzer Prize for, for, for physics or whatever. And she'd be wondering why am I wearing those shoes and why am I wearing those pants, you know? So uh, I think we've all- And then her, her interrupting with the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is well, the, the, unreal. the ultimate, the ultimate dismissive, tone, oh, yeah. you know, you know. To me, yeah, it's so, hilarious. Bobby is is the one that everybody. Uh, she's got a Twitter following of like five thousand people. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dang, more than I do. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even freaking exist, you know. So, yeah, I, would, I, I think I think she resonates because she's the realist of, uh, and she pisses everybody off because she's oh, yeah. so she is so okay, like. Man. And it's funny. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, go ahead, man. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say she does not 
have any humanity there. Bobby is actually very tragic because you don't know what where her future lies is, is nowhere. Yeah. She's just this oh, yeah. <laughs> empty person. Yeah. Man. So, so Phil, you said you were you were a DJ originally. You know, living mm-hmm. the life because that, that great job. So you've got DJs that influence your career as you know spinning records. But who did you use as far as the comic side? of your career who was your biggest influence like with your voice i see that on facebook you post uh, things about mel blank all the time and uh, you know bugs bunny and all his voice is fantastic and i was wondering who you used as your biggest influences to help you with your career well i mean my 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 comedy my comedy influences and Hardy, when I was a little tiny mm-hmm. kid, they used to rerun their movies on early morning television on Saturday yeah. mornings here in L.A. And their Laurel and Hardy to me were the two original method comics. You know, they were yeah. they weren't just punchline comics. They were like they would get honestly pissed at each other and they would. Sleep. <laughs> uh, and then came a guy by the name of Jackie Gleason, who was mm-hmm. uh, yep. he also was a heavy character uh, comic. He, he created three, four, five, six, seven different characters on his show. He, and um, and had a weekly Saturday. And but then came Lenny Bruce, which uh, yeah. is probably more. Yeah. Uh, Lenny Bruce is more a cat that influenced the modern day comic. He was the first, I would say, observation that guy to just say, just get on stage and start the riff. You know about you know uh, a huge influence. And then came uh, from the satirical side Frank Zappa, the Mothers of Invention, mm-hmm. and then and then Firesign Theater was huge. And then finally, before I launched out into the professional world, was Monty Python. So I, yeah. that's the prog- that's the progression um, for me. And uh, right. everybody else, everyone else was sort of. I love George Carlin. Yeah, I love George Carlin. But I, but sure. George's humor was um, much more. Uh, I think much smarter than the shit that I do. So um, oh. uh, you know what I'm saying. I think I went for guys that did dumb humor. No offense, Phil uh, Proctor, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he definitely went on the on the. He he made the dark side of humanity, even if it's dark. He just made us look at ourselves and use comedy as a way of making us feel better about just how miserable we could possibly be. Yeah, yeah, and George, the the, uh, he got angrier and angrier the longer his career went. Yeah, oh yeah, a very a wonderful man and uh, a pivotal, uh, uh, groundbreaking comic, and um, yeah. So all of those people, man, um, but uh, you know. It's hard to say, you know, it's hard to, but I would say in terms of just having the guts to do, to do the satire that I do, mm-hmm. Lenny Bruce, Frank Zappa, Firesign, guys like that, you know. Sure. And so now, now, Nate, Phil, it's like, and Nate, I know you got a question for, but Phil, it's like, what I like about what you do now, Phil, like what you said, your influences are, like what you are to us. Now mm-hmm. you're mentioning that rarefied air. When you take Phil Hendry, you take Zappa, like yeah. it's the same breath now. And that's, what's cool about what you've done. You are that same, you know, one, a one B and that's, like I said, man, I get it, and we've listened to all those too. But you take it; I think you made it even better. No offense to those legends, but what you're doing in your craft, because now you're also using some of your platform too, and to do good in the world too. And I just, man, we just love it. You're, it's Bill Hendry, Zappa, Bruce. It's the same breath, you know. So it's, yeah. it's an awesome. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, we'll see. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, after I die, let's see if uh, <laughs> people. Have but, uh, well, I mean, your show was your show was a one of a kind. You yeah, know, there there is. were other shows there. They changed their voice or made a character and then made it a phone call, which isn't talented at all. You know, why mm. make a character just to make a blind folk or a cold call when yeah. you've got people calling you 
in right. character and then you are on the side of the caller <laughs> against yourself i mean that's, that's awesome. something that is it's hard i can't even yeah, talk to myself man. that I mean, well who else, who else has ever done that before yeah. you know I just, well i mean I just I, I, it, it can't do that you know unless you have a good caller base and yeah. you can't do that unless you have a good caller screener and so you start to you start building that tool shed of of good screening uh we have to have topics that are or, or that are um, visceral uh, without uh, doing, I can just do characters um, that are absolutely appropriate to, to me, Phil Henry. And uh, now you can suddenly learning when it comes to that. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. I answered your question. I'm at transition, man. I, I think, again, I love the, I love the respect you have for humanity and all that. And that's deep. We'd go deep. And again, we just, we, what you do and that stands out. I take a little bit of a fun segment. Obviously it's, it's fun getting to just work with you in general, but some personality questions and things maybe, you know, just mm -hmm. either worse. This is a little breakdown of just of things that maybe you would, people would know about you. So I've got five either ors real quick. This is a rapid fire segment. I'm going to hit you with these. You just got to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So. So this is like a Rorschach test or a psychological yes. test. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. Not, not, that, not that different. I am taking notes. <laughs> I, I know, do you remember that? I don't know if you guys saw the movie Dirty Dozen. It's a, from my generation, but Charles Bronson was oh, sitting yeah. there. The guy's saying, now you just say whatever comes into your mind. Mother, baseball. Okay. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, mother, baseball. Okay, father, Dodgers. <laughs> he, says, he, says, he says, German Shepherd, Cincinnati. <laughs> he goes, he goes. Basically he goes, same thing man yeah he goes you seem to be saying just the same thing he says well that's what's on my mind right now baseball <laughs> you know all right so i love that go ahead no this, so just this questions personality so here we go either or okay here we go so go darth vader or dr evil darth vader okay eagles or beetles eagles okay okay uh batman or joker batman okay I was right, Fago. I was right. I <laughs> we had a battle. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay, book or movie, Phil? What's that? A book or movie? Book. Okay, and last one: bowling or playing pool? Bowling. Okay, so do you bowl mean three hundred? <laughs> no, man. I, I but bowling for me is a lot more fun. Uh, but pool, everybody's also goddamn serious, you know. And I had a billion oh, yeah. people for years, but uh, bowling is just a blast, you know. Drinking a beer, getting a hamburger, giving each other shit. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's fun. Love yeah. it, man. Yeah. Good. So, cool. so with that, man. So the next segment. So Fago, the last segment, our producer Fago, that he's got a two-parter. He's got kind of a personal. You know, fanboy question, and then he's got an open mic segment. So, Fago, give him that, hit him with that one, man. First, I just want to say that I'll probably never talk to you again. So, I have to <laughs> use this opportunity to let you know that I am the super fan. Okay. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm the guy. I'm the guy right, that man. appreciates it. I'm the guy that you're doing it for. You know, I love it. Oh, Facts right, love it. Uh, awesome, okay. man. Thank you. Thank so, you. Because, because I, I truly am a fan, and I try to explain your show to, let's say, a coworker. A younger coworker has never heard of you before. And I, I find it absolutely difficult to do this because it's so crazy. It starts off with something like, do you want to have a, a, a Christmas 
a, a Christmas parade. <laughs> and then by the time you're done, there's a flying baby coming out of a manger. And yeah, if you yeah. catch it, you win a door prize, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always found it difficult to tell, explain to people exactly how your comedy works without sounding like a maniac or just yeah. laughing hysterically. How, how do you go about telling people? Do you, do you tell people that you're an actor? Is that easier for you? Or do no. you tell them you're a comic? Or do they just assume that you're a comic? Or I tell them I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a comic actor and a satirist. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a comic actor and I'm a satirist. And, well, what do you do, Phil? I do a satirical presentation, do a podcast, and uh, uh, what I call a netcast. Uh, and it's a presentation of a, of a sort of a radio show, you know, populated by uh, many characters that I perform myself. I mean, to try to tell people why that's funny is almost impossible. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You have to just sort of say, listen to it if you want. Don't listen to it if you don't want. But there it is. It's out there. And, um, uh, and that's about as far as I go. But I, I, I call myself a comic actor because I'm not really Lawrence Olivier here. You know, you're, I'm doing uh, comedy. <laughs> that, that's, my, that's my specialty. Who knows? I mean, by the end of my life, I may have done some heavy, you know, heavy ass acting but um or at least make a marvel movie you know and make, make a million dollars. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty it. cool yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah that's what i call myself a satirist and a um a broadcaster and a and a comic actor and um and wow how what do you do phil i do a variety of different characters and present them in a comic manner in a satirical manner on i have this podcast go listen to it i hope you enjoy it pretty much yeah man yeah so so on that, Phil, so the last question, Phil, and we'll kind of break it down on this, man, because, again, your time is precious, and I know we got to get to football, which we, we get it. When you look at uh, up-and-comers, whether it's because we deal with athletes and musicians and uh, personalities like yourself, if you could go back to the start, maybe back when you're driving through mom and dad's car in Canada or to now, advice to those up-and-comers, you know, because now it's a whole different world. You're doing it the old school way. You had to earn your stripes before social media and digital. Is there any advice you'd give to up-and-comers like, hey, to be me or maybe be an athlete or be a you know, musician, what's some advice you wish you'd have been given along the way um, to get to where you are today? I mean, um, first of all, make sure it's what you love. Make sure you're doing what you like. You know, there's a lot of people doing podcasts and probably should be doing something else with their yeah. lives. Uh, because it's, and the reason I say that with all seriousness, because the medium is so pervasive. Everybody can do a podcast. Everyone yeah. can get on the microphone and do something and not everyone is good at it. So yeah. once you do, uh, don't give up, never give up, keep hitting every single platform you can keep hitting every door that's open. In other words, push that product and that brand out wherever you can <laughs> and be as, be as smart and if they're comics, and I can only advise people who are in the, into comedy, be as smart and as funny as you can. Yeah. Um, try not to edit yourself too much, but make sure you're, you're pushing the right stuff out there. I'd say the best thing you can do is do not uh, inhibit yourself in any way. Be who you are, man. Just yeah, push that. yourself. I, I watched a movie last night, man. I'm kind of, my, my girlfriend and I are into horror movies these days. I saw a movie last night called Possession. I saw these Me too. performers. I, you know that flick no. I'm talking about? Not la not last night, but we, we and Fago are huge horror buffs. So we have a blog, okay. by the way. Yeah, man. Yep. So. <laughs> you know the movie, the movie Possession with Sam Neill and uh, actors committed a thousand percent. I, I I can't even imagine what it must have been like on that shoot to see those actors. You have to commit a thousand percent to what you're doing. If you're holding mm -hmm. back, if you're shy, if you feel like, oh, I better not do that because people might think I'm weird. Yeah. You better you check that shit at the door, man. You have to, as a performer, give people everything that you've got and do it every goddamn day without, uh, without uh, fail. 
and push it into every open. Man. You, you're not, you're not going to die. Nobody's going to kill you. It's not, you know, if you're good <laughs> at what you do, if you're good at what you do, you will, you, but I, I would say just, you never, ever, ever give up. You yeah, never I love that, quit. Phil, man. Yeah, you never, I think never, about never, never, yeah. the way you do, because you, you've love been doing it. it from, from, and I'm still top of your game, man. We talk to our athletes like that, because we coach, and of course the athletes across the league we talk to, it's that same philosophy, like you giving the same grind to prep and practice as they would tell someone that's an NFL player. You got to go out there and work on your craft and be who you are, yep. man. That's just, like I said, yeah. you inspire us in the same way that an athlete does, man, or, or a rock that's star, cool. man. It's just literally, yeah, you're, you're doing what you love, and, and people love you because you're genuine, too, you know, so. Hey, and I would add one more thing. I'd add one more thing, and I, I learned this from an actor, and this is really true about young performers. Take a course in business, and, I, and I'm yeah. being serious. Don't rely entirely on agents and managers, man, because even though they mean well, they may not be repping you well, and uh, uh, had I, I wish I would have known more about the business side. Um, because you can negotiate your own deal. And I think ultimately that's the best thing, man. Get out, do the art, but don't get seduced by someone saying to you, you know, you're the funny guy. You just take care of the art and we'll take care of the business. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Don't do that, man. You take care of your art and you take care of your business. And if you can negotiate your own deals, all the better. So I would uh, add that. Well, so I, I can say, awesome. man, right. we, between Elfego and myself and Dane, it's a bucket list. Again, we continue to promote you. And we've had thousands, man, like, hey, when are you coming on? When's coming on? So uh, obviously you have you. your own base and the Midwest here, man. We just appreciate getting the chance to break this down with you. You will continue to keep promoting and listening, and it, it's going to be amazing, man. So uh, thank you for your time, Phil. I know yeah, you're busy. Awesome. And, um, the years ahead, thank you for 2023 and beyond. So we, we look yeah. forward to – you continue the awesome work you do and you've inspired mm -hmm. us and mm -hmm. we're going to keep going out there and getting it too. Okay. So Phil, we, we love okay. you, man. We'll get out as soon as we can and uh, go, go, uh, okay. go whoever you're rooting for. We're on your side. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 is, is, is that it? Isn't there any more praise you want to keep on me? How much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> I could go on for day. I'm telling you, you no, talked no, to no, three no, fanboys, man. So I, I love it, it, brother. I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you for having me. It's, it's fantastic. Hey, thank you, awesome. Mr. Well, Phil, you, you right, take kids. care. Have a good day. And we'll see you soon, man. You too. Bye -bye. All right, brother. See you later. Bye-bye. Thanks, brother. So, so Dane, talk to me and Fego, producer. So that was one of your bucket list items, Fego, you said you wanted to share. What do you think yeah. of that? That, that? That would be like if somebody, like, dreamed to meet of a president or wanted to walk on the moon, you know. For, to, to me, meeting Phil Henry is like, yeah. I'm a simple man, you know. <laughs> yeah. Simple once. And that was right there. That, that, that's going to help me. Uh, Dane, what would you think of that? Oh, I mean, listening to him as long as I have and, and enjoying all of his content that he's done, just talking to him and knowing that what you have on the radio is the guy that you're talking to now. It doesn't change. And, and like he said, be yourself. Put a thousand percent into it and, and you know, work on your craft and, and you'll be successful. And, and when you meet somebody that's the same way they are on the radio – you're not, you know, they're not full of drive. It's, it's great. It's refreshing to see that, especially nowadays, yeah. you know? So I, I enjoyed every a second. Lot of talking of heads out there, you know, and he didn't. We, we, they always say, don't meet your heroes, but it's cool. Again, I, I don't know if maybe we're just onto something, Dane, if they go, but meeting my hero was better than, it was better than the dream. You know, it's like, he was cool, laid back. He was joking with me over the past couple of weeks, talking with him. And I, I couldn't tell, Oh, he's being satirical. And then coming on just this amazing presence. So that, that yeah. was just a bucket list yeah. item. So yeah, go definitely. out there and be yourself and be true, whether it's our athletes or musicians, or as we kind of get into radio, that was, that was just a bucket, bucket list, man. So I think that yeah. advice was golden because I, I, I think that's a lot of people's problem Yeah, is that they're, they they do not sell out to who they really are a thousand percent. Yeah. Like he was talking definitely. about. Mm -hmm. 
and and you can see just by his life. I mean, you may, yeah, he he may not like he said may not be the greatest actor in the world, but when he did it, he did it in a he way did. where he did it, and people respect him and and, and being they, genuine. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. in so That's many fun. different shows because of it. He's been doing it for years, you know, and if he didn't have that big, I'm. Hollywood guy attitude and you know and it's fantastic man I just it's refreshing actually yeah that was a that was a good one man I had to calm the nerves there I had to get a little uh little shot of whiskey for that one Dane <laughs> so there you go. that was a good one so uh, on behalf of what we've this past couple of weeks and that's some good advice for what we're doing so uh Phil yep. kicked off the back half of the month man because we got Maxwell from Oklahoma State we've also got alongside of that Chelsea the pro player going into next week we've got Steve from Texas and then we've got Snyder from Texas Tech. We've got the Savannah Bananas. We end the yeah. month with Baylor. Man, it, it, and then Lloyd from the KC Current. Then, Dan, we go into next month. We start yeah. hitting what we call Rockstar Month. We've got like yeah. 30 different musicians next month. So it's just a crazy and, and, month, man. So And we could have just planted the seed and watched the, a new co-host blossom here in Fago. We, yeah. So th- thinking of that, we'll get to behind the, out from behind the laptop more often, you know. So, Fago, thanks for – getting out yeah. from behind the laptop and doing a, a little episode with us. Uh, from time to time, we'll do that with our roving reporters. Uh, you know, I, I thank you guys very much, really. It, means, it really means a lot. Yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. it. Not course, a problem. Man. Words cannot describe. I, I appreciate you guys very much. You guys, we got uh, Fago's going to need a moment to like uh, compose himself before he does the next episode. So, But on behalf of the show, of course, Dan and Josh, um, sports show, and Phil Hendry, just one-of-a-kind human being, genuine, loves people, really, really does. Uh, we, we, we were glad we got that one off the bucket list as we go on to the future. So many, many, many more to come. This is definitely just the, the starting point, if you will. Um, one last thing we always say on every episode, though, please, please, please don't forget um, that we love you. And thank you for listening.